Hey everyone. So I um these codes, let's talk about how you're built if there's trauma. This, you know, this smothering of a particular belief is very powerful through uh, injurious intention. And and these beliefs stay with you. And this healing journey is a really a decoding. And you keep probing to decode. So right now I'm at a very kind of um, tenuous place, a scary place. I have to um, face, you know, these demonic forces inside of me, which are basically part of the injury that came as the fear of, of arrival. And one of the major beliefs for me was there's either this or nothing. In other words, there's either being exploited, which of course you don't see as a child, but there's either, you know, I'm going to be used for someone's benefit or there's nothing. And that's just a code. That's just a belief. You know, I was sent out to be sexually abused. So um, early on. And so it wiped out my little girl. You know, there was no child. It was just like, you don't matter at all. And, and the only way you're going to survive here is by, you know, fulfilling the needs of others. And that's the only way you're going to get connection or any kind of interest or the rest you don't, nobody gives a shit. Now that's a huge concept, a big belief. And it's, these are just words. So whatever, if you get to your injury, your injury will have with it a version of the world, a concept of the world that is also cooked with the injury. This is a very important piece of the puzzle that has come to me through doing, through sitting in these ceremonies. And so my response here is to love the girl that they wiped out and I wiped out. You're going to go in and, you know, I have photographs of her or whatever. I am going to love her back into, into life. But my belief, you have to look at what the subsequent baking of a version of life, how that happened. And mine was, you know, forget me, I don't matter. My childhood doesn't matter. If I'm going to get any kind of connector or any kind of life or anything, I have to make these guys happy. I've got to fulfill their needs. That's it. I do not matter. So in essence, my childhood was wiped out. In essence, there was no, a child needs to be loved and cared for and adored and made safe. I, that was just, that didn't exist. That was just, huh? That was like a bulldozer over a, a poppy, a beautiful, vulnerable, divine poppy. Just a bulldozer, just bang, that's nuts. And that's where the theft is. No, we use you. That's love. That's family. You're wrong to be a child. You're wrong to want love. It's wrong. So you wipe it out in yourself. You wipe out the need in yourself. 
So for me, all I do is, oh, I've got to make that person feel good. Or I need to, you know, save that. And I just think about this just whole fucking burial ground of people who, uh, they're foreigners. I don't fucking know who they are. They're strangers. They need to be taken care of. They need to be loved. They need to have their needs taken care of. I don't matter. Now, it may seem quite straightforward, like, well, why not, for God's sake? It's obvious, because it's not. If there's trauma early on, you are cooked there. All those ingredients are put together and stuck in an oven, and here you are, baked. And the way these forces work, they are more powerful than gravity. It's holding, like we're being held together by these incredible forces as material things, meat bags. So the concepts too are cooked in, baked in. You can't see it, you're blind. I was blinded, I couldn't see anything. My code was very powerful. Abuse, sent out to be abused. You don't matter. You need to be used to benefit us. That's all you're useful for. And yes, we'll educate you, etc., and pretend and manifest. But in the end, you want love? Wrong. You want to be a child? Wrong. You need to be taken care of? Wrong. No, no, you need to be strong. Who gives a shit about you? you? We need to use you. Whatever we do, send you out to be sexually abused you know, bully you to doing well. Whatever you're doing is for our benefit. That's all that matters. So what happens in the mind of a child? That's what they believe. I don't matter. I, so, you know, to be a child is a nuisance. To want love is wrong. Love? No, no, I don't get love. I give love. I fix, I save, but I don't deserve anything. Now, this isn't about victimhood or any fucking stupid story. It's like, it's codes. It's like, you know, a code to grow a tree or a code to, you know, build an elephant. It's a code. So take all the moral shit around it out. Just take all of that shit out. And all this, oh, you're responsible. All that shit. Just take it all the shit out and just focus like in a lab. What is the code of your trauma. And it may be the simplest thing, but it is gravity. So I'm actually at the point now where I'm finally actually seeing the code. I mean, I've seen it kind of, but it's a whole, it's not just a concept or a thought, it's a whole energetic pattern. It's a whole energetic theft. It's a whole coding. He already used my mother, stole her, tricked her. Now it was time for me to be tricked. <clears throat> there is no love here for you. Okay, get it? That's how it works. The only way that you're useful to me is that I send you out to be sexually abused because I'm a fucking loser. And, um, and then you learn that, you know, the only way to get any connected, because we're all fucking useless, is to fulfill our needs. And what do you do as a child? Well, you're desperate 
to get a rise somewhere, to get some kind of recognition, attention, whatever, else you're going to fucking die. Right? And you realize, oh, the only way I'm going to get any attention from these people is if I deliver the goodies. Right? I do well at school, which is, of course, they're also bullying and angry the whole time, right? Whatever. And, you know, this is the only way I'm going to matter, matter here. I, this is the only way I'm going to... And, and they don't really get... Because how can... It's like, no one gives a shit, really. They just... They're using you. Everything. To, even to the very person that you marry. It was all... I became... It's fucking insane. I became... You know, it's like the cat that goes out and gets the mouse and brings it to the... To its, you know, owner. Same thing. You go out and bring me the goodies. It's like the queen, was it, whatever her name was in Spain. You, know, you go out and get me my gold and come back and I'm going to pat your head. You exist only to um, fulfill my needs. And my needs happen to be, I ha I'm a fucking loser, so you need to get me some money. And I'm, you know, I'm so fucked up and I have no sense of who I am, so go make me feel like I'm something. It's just... Oh, I just think of that line, you will be king and I will be free. That's what I wrote. So, that's the reigning, that's the supreme reigning theme. It smothers you. you. You need to get something, right? You need to survive. You're alive. You're going to have to build something, even if you're in the fucking desert. You have to build something. So my soul effort, I built this whole mechanism that was threaded with this fucking evil and was coded up by the actions of that disgusting cunt and that's a nice word considering what was done so that's a whole my whole body lives and is threaded and is baked by that concept and the concept is you don't matter. You are only a vehicle to make me feel good. And I will reward you for that with a stainless steel tennis racket. But that's your mission. Whether that's marrying the right person, doing well at school, the subject matter that you choose, even my, my job. At school, my, um, the major at school was all about fulfilling this piece of evil's ideals. Now, I didn't know because, first of all, I'd severed off what had happened. But secondly, these concepts and codes are baked in very early on. And then we're just blinkered by them. They just rule our fucking mechanism, our energetic mechanism, our feelings, our thinking, everything. And I made that okay. Because that's all there was. Right? If you've got a piece of gum, an old shoe, and a piece of used, you know, and, and, you know, and, a, and, a, and a whisk, you know, you're going to make something out of that shit. The missing ingredient was love and light and care. Right? So you're literally submerged for me, I was certainly in the ground, in the dark, and smothered. And what keeps you in the concept or in the code 
and your whole body literally regurgitating it every day. We're just, you're just, you're literally built like this Frankensteinian thing around that code. You don't matter. You are only to be used for the needs that make us feel good. That's just insane. And my whole system is just doing that, whether it's with them, with other people, it's just, that's it. I've got to save them, fix them, make them feel good. You know, that's where I matter. Well, all the while, my child has been used, sexually exploited, abused, terrified, and I've just put her in the dark. So that's where you need to go. And I, it was deep in my system. I didn't have any access to that. My whole mechanism was captured, used, created for that thing. I suppose it's like bees. You know, there are worker bees and there are these kind of bees and that, <clears throat> you know, I think about the, the pyramids. There are those who put the, put the blocks up. There are people who design the thing. It's like everybody has your, your, I was conned into this, you know, sort of energetic position by the abuse and the, you know, the coding early on. I didn't think, oh my God, I've been abused. That's terrible. <laughs> No, I blacked that out. No, mine was shit. You know, I need to... The only way I'm going to get any response in this fucking hellhole is by making them happy. You know, which means, you know, abandon childhood, because fuck that, that's not going to... They don't give a shit. And... Abandon the need for love, that's going to fucking work. Abandon, you know, your fucking life here and just get on with, you know, fulfilling, you know, the needs of these people because otherwise you're just going to be wiped out. That was a, it's almost like there's a sliver of light and that's it. If there's a tiny sliver of anything, it's not even light, it was just dark, but of existence, it was right there. The rest is just black. And it's so funny because I actually had a ceremony where there were two screens. One was pure black. And that's exactly what it was. It was pure black growing up. And then the other was the Indians coming to get me out of there. Another, you know, insane, magnificent, magical moment by the ayahuasca. So I was getting all these messages along the way. Of course, you don't recognize what the true meaning of them until you really face the terror. And the terror keeps you in the code. So, if you were to look at it in, in the spectrum of, in a scientific way, <laughs> it's terror is the gravity that keeps you stuck. It's gravity. Terror. That initial terror that that trauma created for you creates the magnetic, the pull, the, 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 the magnet that you cannot leave. That magnet is terror. And what is the terror? Okay, the terror is, this is it. 
the universe is this evil, uncaring, shitty place. Because there are two people, and they are the universe when you show up. And if someone is taking you out to be sexually abused for money and tricking you and whatever, <coughs> you learn pretty early on that you better wipe out. And they're making fun of you because you want love and it's, you know, you're ridiculed and put down. Evil. So, but you're coded. So the code is... You know, unless I <coughs> am fulfilling these people's needs, that's it. In order to do that, I've got to wipe my needs out, wipe my child out. That's all wrong. That's all, all I've come with, which is divine, which is <coughs> I've come as this divinity to be loved and cared for and whatever, grow. No, divinity is wrong. Love is wrong. You take on the beliefs of the environment and the code and you literally kill yourself off really it was what I did I just well, I didn't kill her off I just smothered her I stuck her in the dark like you stick a you know we do in-law triage you stick things in the closet I just stuck and I, in fact I've seen her many times in a closet like in a fetal position or on the back of a cave no one gave a shit about her, and nor did I. Because I adhered to the conditions of what I arrived to. So this whole thing is the undoing of that. And now, you know, in this last underground, it is the force of my love for my child. You change sides. You go, fuck them. Again, because you've been given so much love by the universe and so much wisdom and so much seeing because you've been blinded and blinkered and tricked. It was a trick. That it's the force of them and the evil or whatever was done to you versus the force of your love. And now I understand why the Shapiba said, Maria, you abandoned yourself. Yeah, I did. I gave myself up. I put myself in a room and agreed to the conditions of this darkness to be used. But it was also survival. What were you we all going to do? Right? And try to make that okay. But it became a code. I need to fix, save people. But where are you? Well, you can't. Well, you've forgotten. You put yourself in a closet so many fucking years ago. I don't, you know. And the code is... Sit, fix, save other people, fix, save other people, fix, save other people. That's it. Like, and your whole body is literally coded up. Every cell, every thought, everything. And it's literally a physical manifestation. So when I'm facing, I'm, I'm going in the headwind of all these forces using, you know, retaliating refusing it, saying you're just a fucking bunch of cowards and losers, which is what they are who did this, and abusers and dirtbags. And I'm acknowledging the filth of it. It literally is a muscle in my body that's like, it goes into a spasm. 
under my heart through up through my chest. So it's an actual instilled belief and physical manifestation of that belief in my system. This is what's so insane. We are one unit. The belief becomes a physical entity in your system. So that belief early on, when I was sent out to be sexually abused, and I wiped myself out, when I agreed to them to, live, to, to refuse my childhood, to refuse my innocence, to be abused by this fucking scum, I literally converted that into a physical manifestation of that belief. When I was in a ceremony in Peru, in an ayahuasca ceremony, and all these Indians, which were love and care, were coming towards me, and they said, come, Maria, leave that place. I couldn't, because I literally was made of it. I was literally an energetic manifestation of gravity that couldn't move from there, because I was built, I believed, I coded. you know, in that environment to connect with them. So there's no connection with anything unless you agree to the conditions of your environment. Even when it's the worst, even when you're forced to wipe out your child, your needs, everything. So you can survive there. I literally wiped my own child out because they did. I was made to believe that I didn't matter. I was wrong to want to be a child, to be loved. What only mattered was to save them. It was filth. But again, your whole system, your physical system is built by the, the conditions. So I don't believe you come. Now I totally believe that you don't, it's nature or nurture. No, it is nurture, all the way. All the fucking way. When you arrive, you are a piece of divinity ready to be transformed into sculpted. You are on a potter's wheel as a piece of clay. You do not, there's nothing there that comes ready to be, that's already been passed on. And if it has, it can be changed. The power of those beliefs so, <clears throat> I didn't understand the power of the medicine saying to me, you abandoned yourself. How could I have abandoned myself? Yeah, because you have to understand the magnitude of the influence of that environment and that you're built by that influence. You're constructed there. So literally, the minute that when I arrived, when that was the first ceremony, I was one with everything, then boom, breaker switch went off. Stolen, coded to be used by this scum. Sent out to be sexually abused. Basically told, unless, there's no love, there's nothing, there's no love here. There's gonna be nothing here. Unless you agree to the terms of our conditions, which are, you have to make us happy, make us feel good, fulfill our needs. 
That's the only way you're going to be... No one's, anyone's going to give a shit about you here. Forget child, forget the need to be saved, to be taken care of. No, no, we don't give a shit. <coughs> so, I'm going to energetically manifest that contract with them, which is literally what I had in the ceremony. I had to, an exorcism, breaking that contract. All these things that you need as a child, no, no, that's not going to happen here. You know, we don't, we don't do that here. We don't look after children here. <clears throat> so what are you going to do? <clears throat> You're going to dump all the needs of your divinity and nature and all the, you know, natural processes of divinity and adhere and build in relationship to this scum, to this filth. So you've now then agreed to the conditions, are building in the conditions of that dirtbag or that trauma, and refused the natural outpouring of your divinity. And in my case, I didn't deserve to be loved. I didn't deserve to be cared for. I had to do that on my own. I, all my, my whole <laughs> uh, blinkered perspective was, I need to save these people. I don't matter here. My needs don't matter. To be loved doesn't matter. To be that doesn't matter. And I hated on myself in the same way they hated on me. And built for their conditions. Physically, mentally, emotionally. When I look at my eyes, they're just blank early on. Just like I'm done. Or look, I'm doing what you need me to do. So now you're this, when you've coded up to these beliefs, your, your whole system is built by this belief. So in the ayahuasca ceremony, you are purging the code if you get to it. Now what's the terror? Well, the terror is if I give up this code, if I give up being associated and connected to these conditions, there's nothing. There's no one. I'm a three and four year old that's alone. I'm going to die. I mean, that's what you've arrived to. First impressions, lasting impressions, that's it. Boom, I've arrived. Yeah, here's the machine that's going to code me. Here's the environment. This is it. There's nothing but this. So as a child, when you arrive to parents, that is the whole world. That's all the world is, is them. You're waking up to consciousness in that condition. You're not going to refuse that. You're going to survive. Right? You're waking up to the dark. If there's trauma. So that's why it's very difficult to change or leave. You're cooked. You're blinkered. You're that's it. It's you know, do or die here. It's like either I do this or I die. There's no one else but these two people. Who else is there? No one. 
So, of course, you're going to abandon yourself and code up for evil or for dark or whatever you want to call it. I like the word evil. It kind of sums up the horror and the terror. Perhaps you have a stronger word for it. So, when you're baked, you can't see. You're already cooked into everything. You're cooked into all this shit. You think that's the way life is. I need to save and fix people. But you don't know that you've abandoned your little munchkin, you know, 60 years ago, left her behind, you know, in some little closet, all curled up in a fetal position because there's no one there for her or him. And you yourself believe that, you know, who you are is the correct thing. You know, I'm having this perfect life. But I've forgotten that I gave up on her, that I agreed with the dark. I made a contract with it to agree to its mission. I mean, there were meat bags and, you know, they were just evil with, with skins on them, right, with bodies. You, I couldn't tell the difference. You're a child. So that whole code is what's being dissolved, you know, dynamited into oblivion by the ayahuasca. She goes deeper and deeper into your psyche so you arrive at the original conditions of your being, which is what I am seeing now. When I could even fully get to the point that I abandoned myself, I'm like, huh? I couldn't even understand that. What does that mean? And that was three or four years in. I finally get it. Yeah. I did. When I made that contract with them, when I was two or three or whatever, I agreed to leave myself, to, to not leave myself behind. So in the return, as I'm, a, as I'm returning to my child, I have to get past the forces, and these are very powerful forces, demonic, I would say, of, you know, you have to agree to the code that we gave you. You know, we own your child, we own you. Literally. It's like an energetic thing within me that literally spasms as it's being seen and pulled out. It lives inside of me as a force. So I have to decode the belief. <clears throat> How do you do that? By returning to the site of the injury and to the child that's there that you left behind. Now, I can't get somebody outside to go, oh, love my little girl. I mean, the ayahuasca, I'm surrounded by the love of the, the universe. But I have to love her. I'm the one that abandoned her. So I have to love her. And that's where you are going to meet the headwinds of your codes, which are energized in a, and have been, you've been coded up in a particular way. When you break those codes, they're going to come at you as energies. I think Shakespeare called them the Furies. 
And so when I sit in ceremony and I'm like, you fucking loser, as I'm referring to the, the codes, you know, they just like rile up, like you can't go against us. Oh yeah, I can. And I will. Until every piece of my child is returned, every breath. I accepted the abuse. I accepted the refusal. I accepted their mission because I had no choice. But I don't have to now. Right? So what you're doing is saying, fuck no, I'm not doing this shit anymore. Are you fucking serious? I accept that I was stolen, that I was abused, that I was hurt, that I was tricked. The trick of cowards to traumatize innocence. So that's the reversal of the code. And you're built energetically. You're built through beliefs. You're built through, you know, the environment in which you grew up, which basically set in place who you were going to be. You didn't choose it. I mean, people say that before I, you chose to, you know, do this. Perhaps, you, I, I don't know, again, I only say, because I don't know, I haven't had the experience, so who am I to, I don't know. For me, I, I don't, I mean, I was told in a ceremony that I chose to go here, but again, I don't really know if that's the truth or not. I mean, when I say, I don't, I don't remember it, that's what I'm saying. I chose to go into the dark, to see what the dark was like. Well, let me tell you, you don't want to go into the dark, go to Tahiti, <laughs> right? But these codes surface slowly because they're all over your system which is why you know this last piece of the puzzle is extraordinarily tough it doesn't get easier this stuff it gets more difficult as you go deeper into the initial building blocks of your being because you have to overturn everything which has been deeply ingrained and behind it is terror the you know the most powerful element if there's trauma in your building blocks is terror that is a force unto itself and it has you know like these entities these energies that just I was built by terror now I have to face the energies of terror that own me and because, you know, my thought, my, my coding was, if I don't do what they want, I'm going to die. So I must hold the horror they did to me. You know, I have to hold all that dumpster of shit, that poison, to agree with their mission. Even if it's all wrong, even if it means I have to go against every cell of my body. I have to refuse my whole, you know, divinity to accept that rotting shit and make that rotting shit okay and have loyalty to that rotting shit. So I did. And I attracted more rotting shit because I was made of it. And so to get, <clears throat> you know, by the time you get to my age, you're like a big moving sewer, 
right? So to clean all of that out, because you've been practicing doing this shit for a long time, and attracting the same energy, you know, you don't trust the divinity. You don't trust love. You don't trust the truth of yourself because you've been, you know, captured by trauma or evil or whatever. So it's like, you know, you've built this whole person. Now you have to undo the whole person because it was all wrong. So to even get to seeing that it was all wrong is in itself just an, a major conquest. The foundations were you don't matter. And you're going to like that you don't matter. You're going to accept that you don't matter. And that all that matters is us. And we're going to give you a prize when you do good things for us. We'll give you a stainless steel tennis racket. We'll make, give you a dress. I mean, it was a complete and utter, it's filth through and through. But you can't see it. It's all over you. I'm, I was smothered in it. Smothered by this darkness, by this shit. I couldn't see it. So, as you uncook or you return, and it's scary, there's no doubt, I mean, it's terrifying for me, it's like, oh my God, right? What you're focusing on is the return, <coughs> the release and rescue of your child the moment that trauma happened and those beliefs were set in. And in order to get to her, to him, you have to then go against all these prevailing winds, this headwind of very powerful forces of terror, of fear, of coding that are trying to keep you in code. And if terror is the headwind, or whatever these energies are coming up, then your fuel is love. Your mission is the love for that little child that was not loved, that was abandoned, neglected, and used. Whatever happened to you. So the thing is to go into that terror, even though you're terrified, even though whatever it means to you, to keep going into that yeah, with love, and to get your power back, because they take your power and they terrorize you. That's what they do. The terror is a way to keep you submitted in, submission, in, in submission. That's the way they control you. And you have to go back in with the courage and the, and the, and the love for your divinity and for your child. You're going against everything that they built with you. You're going against everything, all your parents, your history, your child, everything. You are literally saying, no, I want my little munchkin back. I don't care what it takes. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care what, it, what I have to face. The love for my child is greater than the shit of this darkness. Powerful as it is, because it's cowardice to do that to a child. These forces are cowards. 
They're in the dark because they have no light, because they have no energy in the light. So you're returning full force with a torch, with your light, with everything they took from you. And you're willing to see everything because you're willing to come home. You're willing to return to your original divinity. You're willing to upturn and up, you know, remove all of this because it was a capture. Now, is it a long journey? For me, certainly yes. My blindness was pretty powerful. I was buried very deep in this darkness. And that was the only thing that I knew. I need to save these people in order to survive. And then it became, well, that's how the world is. I just need to save people because that's how I get connection. But I have no connection to myself. Oh, it's okay to go save so-and-so, but what about the connect? What about your own? Who's there for you? Who's there for you? Now, I'm not going to find somebody outside to be there for me. I need to be there for me. If I abandon myself, it is I that must go back. It is you that must go back to save your child. It is you that must make that journey. No one else can do it for you. You're not going to get another parent. That's never going to happen. I mean, you do with the ayahuasca. Sorry, take that back. The ayahuasca is the parent that comes in to help you, which is basically the universe. But as far as a physical entity, there's no one out there that's going to come in and go, you know. You have to make that journey. And again, it doesn't mean you don't get support and love from other people. I'm not saying you live in this vacuum, no. But the, al the ultimate, um, you have to reconnect with yourself. You have to reconnect where the severing happens. You have to go to that place where, you know, it's like a piece of china where it just broke off. You broke off from your divinity. You got snapped off from the mothership and were floating in space in the dark. You got taken and stolen. The ayahuasca gives you the tools and the courage and the wisdom and the understanding and the love to keep going into the headwind of everything that you believed and you were built out of to tear it out. And that's a daily facing, facing, facing. You have to go into the headwind of that terror. Because behind that headwind is your soul. I call, it, I call it sort of like the ring of fire around the truth. I blanked out the truth I, because I just, you know, was going to die. Well, now I want to go through that huge ring of fire to see the truth. Because now I understand it was all wrong. That it was a capture, that it was evil. And that I want my soul back and take care of myself. I don't give a shit about these people. I never did. I had no choice. That was the only way I was going to survive there. There was no love. There was nothing. It was just abuse and use. But most importantly, fuck them. I want to get my soul back. And that's what happens in these big traumatic moments on arrival is there's a soul loss. The soul loss is, I get disconnected from divinity. I get disconnected from source. 
I was ambushed, trapped by evil, coded by evil, used by evil. Okay, so I didn't know. Couldn't do anything about it when I was tiny. Uh, but now I do know. And so there's only one mission, and that's to bring my soul home, to reconnect. It's literally like being thrown out to sea, you know? It's that the Narrenschiffer the Germans had, I think medieval Germany, they, it was that great writer, they put all the crazy people on the boat and they sent them out because they didn't know. And then when the crazy people arrived on the shore, they thought they were geniuses, but they were all mad, right? Because nobody, had, you know, they, there was no communication. So all this is, you know, trauma is a smothering of your soul, any form of trauma, particularly if it's severe. It's a smothering of your soul. It's a capture of your soul. It's a trick. And so your journey, at some point, if you wake up, it's like, okay, the journey is a trek back to reconnect with source, to return to that moment of injury and realize that it was a trick. That all, that everything I've built was built out of the evil and the dark. Sexually abused, sent out to be abused, neglected, abandoned, terrified so I would do their bidding. That's not love. <laughs> now, I, in all of that, I couldn't see divinity or love. I was so terrified. I was just, you know, doing the work of the dark. But at some point, you know, something will happen where you'll, you'll get a sliver of light. It's like, okay. And if you follow that tiny little sliver, the dark will begin to be opened up to the light and the light as you keep going becomes bigger and bigger and so in that light you recognize more and more of the truth of what happened and it'll become more and more unacceptable and it will mean your death your your whole the death of this code the dissolving of this code the dissolution of you that you built in that contract in the dark. And you will get your power back. The only way you have power is being connected to your authentic, genuine self, to the truth of your divinity, to the connection with nature. And you won't see any of that if you're in the dark. I saw nothing. I didn't even know I was in the dark. I had no idea. I had agreed. I had submitted, I had built this thing in this contract with evil. So in the return, all of it, it's literally you have to go through the wind tunnel, the headwind of all these energies which are, which are literally pressing against you. It's like, you know, when you're walking, you see these people running and it's all the wave, the power of this wave I remember being on a boat out in the ocean. We couldn't move that boat because the way, the power of the, the ocean's energetic pull, you know, our, our engine was like completely useless in that place. It, the energy of that, the pull of that energetic 
of the ocean was so powerful. And that's what you're dealing with when you do this work. You are going against all of that energy that, is keep, that keeps you in place. It's terror. It's the notion that there's nothing unless you do this. And then you realize, oh, there is something. And it's the energetic pull of the light as you begin to connect to it more and more that begins to drag, that begins to lessen the power of the dark. As you become more of a light being or become, get, you know, closer to seeing what happened and to trusting this incredible divinity. So the power of that, the magnetism of that light gives you the courage and the energy to go into that dark and take away its power. It's a journey, a very powerful journey. But you have to keep willing, you have to be willing the whole time to hold on, no matter how dark it gets, no matter how difficult, to continue to connect to the light, because it's the light that's going to get you out of there. And you're going to have the furies, they're just going to come at you. Yeah, the energies. I mean, my whole system, I said, there's this one big thing that's just, you know, it was a contract. It's like a physical contract that's inside of me that was made. That as it's being released, literally puts my body into a spasm. This is all physical, energetic. It's everywhere around you. It's in you, around you. It's not, you know, one thing. It's a whole, whole being of a person, of an energetic landscape that's being healed. So find your code. Find the original belief system because you were made there. That's what your whole body is riddled with. It's how your, the mechanism is riddled with that code. Get to that code. Love your child. Find a picture. Put the pictures everywhere of your child. Make him or her your mission. You are the, the Navy SEAL that's going to rescue them and return them to the light. A Navy SEAL of the light that's lovely. Yeah. You can do it. No matter how deep you are. I mean, I was, God knows how, fuck, I was just like buried in the darkest corner of the infinite universe. Go get her or him. Love them and heal that trauma. Bye.